Hey everybody, welcome to our discipleship journey at Beach Church. We are so excited that you chose to be with us today. We will be listening to a piece of scripture. You'll be hearing some thoughts from one of our writers about that scripture, and we'll be giving you some questions for you to think about and consider, and maybe explore what God is doing in your heart. Our discipleship journey is designed to help you see that God is near and that he wants to have a meaningful relationship with you. So get comfortable, open up your heart and your mind, and let's explore what God has for us today. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Emmanuel, and I'm very excited to jump onto week six of the discipleship journey. We're going to be reading through part of Acts 9 through part of Acts 11, starting in Acts chapter 9, verse 32. Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place, and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydia. There he met a man named Aeneas, who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Lydda and Sharon saw Aeneas walking around, and they turned to the Lord. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid up in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda. So they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them. And as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room, that he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers, and he presented her to them alive. The news spread through the whole town. And many believed in the Lord, and Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. In Caesarea, there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius, who was a captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man, as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to God. One afternoon, about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming towards him. Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? He asked the angel. And the angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now send some men to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying with Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier one of his personal attendants. He told them what had happened and sent them off to Joppa. The next day, as Cornelius' messengers were nearing the town, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon, and he was hungry, but while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open, and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sort of animals, reptiles, and birds, Then a voice said to them, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared, I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again, 
Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up into heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could this vision mean? Just then the men sent by Cornelius found Simon's house standing outside the gate. Then they asked if a man named Simon Peter was staying there. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have come looking for you. Get up and go downstairs and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. So Peter went down and said, I am the man you're looking for. Why have you come? They said, We were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He is a devout and God-fearing man, well-respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. So Peter invited the men to stay for the night. The next day he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. They arrived in Caesarea the following day. Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered his home, Cornelius fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter pulled him up and said, Stand up, I am a human being just like you. So they talked together and went inside where many others were assembled. Peter told them, You know it is against our laws for a Jewish man to enter a Gentile home like this or to be associated with you. But God has shown me that I should no longer think of anyone as impure or unclean. So I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. Now tell me why you sent for me. Cornelius replied, Four days ago I was praying in my house about this same time, three o'clock in the afternoon. Suddenly, a man in dazzling clothes was standing in front of me. He told me, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your gifts to the poor have been noticed by God. Now send a messenger to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He's staying in the home of Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. So I sent for you at once, and it was good of you to come. Now we're all here waiting before God to hear the message the Lord has given you. Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. This is the message of the good news for the people of Israel, that there is peace with God through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after John began preaching his message of baptism. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we apostles are witnesses to all he did throughout Judea and Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a cross. But God raised him to life on the third day. Then God allowed him to appear, not to the general public, but to us whom God had chosen in advance to be his witnesses. We were those who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead, and he ordered us to preach everywhere and to testify that Jesus is the one appointed by God to be the judge of all, the living and the dead. He is the one all the prophets testified about, saying that everyone who believes in him will have their sins forgiven through his name. Even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the message. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out into the Gentiles too. 
for they heard them speaking in other tongues and praising God. Then Peter asked, Can anyone object to their being baptized now that they have received the Holy Spirit just as we did? So he gave orders for them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Afterwards, Cornelius asked them to stay with them for several days. Soon the news reached the apostles and other believers in Judea that the Gentiles had received the word of God. But when Peter arrived back in Jerusalem, the Jewish believers criticized him. You entered the home of the Gentiles and even ate with them, they said. Then Peter told them exactly what had happened. I was in the town of Joppa, he said. And while I was praying, I went to a trance and saw a vision. Something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners from the sky. And it came right down to me. When I looked inside the sheet, I saw all sort of tame and wild animals, reptiles, and birds. And I heard a voice say, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat them. No, Lord, I replied. I've never eaten anything that our Jewish laws declare impure or unclean. But the voice from heaven spoke again. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. This happened three times before the sheet and all it's contained was pulled back up to heaven. Just then, three men who had been sent from Sisera arrived at the house where we were staying. The Holy Spirit told me to go with them and not worry that they were Gentiles. These six brothers had accompanied me, and we soon entered the home of the man who had sent for us. He told us how an angel had appeared to him in his home and had told him, Send messengers to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He will tell you how you and everyone in your household can be saved. As I began to speak, Peter continued, The Holy Spirit fell on them, just as he fell on us at the beginning. Then I thought of the Lord's words when he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And since God gave the Gentiles the same gift he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to stand in God's way? When the others heard this, they stopped objecting and began praising God. They said, We can see that God has also given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting of their sins and receiving eternal life. Week 6 Journal Entry When Luke wrote the book of Acts, he transcribed the powerful moments that followers of Jesus were experiencing as they traveled and shared about their risen Savior. In Acts verse 9 Come on, Emmanuel. You can do this. I believe in you. I got this. Week 6 journal entry. When Luke wrote the book of Acts, he transcribed the powerful moments that followers of Jesus were experiencing as they traveled and shared about the risen Savior. In Acts chapter 9, verse 36 to 43, the author shares the story of Peter resurrecting a disciple named Tabitha. There are various reasons that Luke may have proposed this story. Perhaps it was included as a testimony of the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit at work in the lives of these new believers. The work of the Holy Spirit through someone other than Jesus was foreign until that day of Pentecost, which took place only a few chapters before the resurrection miracle performed by Peter and Joppa. Another main reason for writing is the spreading of the gospel, just as Jesus called the disciples to do in Matthew 28, 19-20. Acts 9.42 says, This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. People were changed because of this healing. They tangibly experienced Jesus' power through the Holy Spirit as Peter prayed for Tabitha, healing her. The book of Acts includes many stories about the disciples' encounters with people as they shared the good news, 
that the Messiah had come and brought them hope. This miracle performed by Peter is a prime example of faith in action, relying on the Holy Spirit, and following the mission of Jesus. Week 6 Discussion Questions How could we build our faith to see miracles like the early church did? Question 2 Tabitha is described in Acts 9.36 as always doing good and helping the poor. If Luke was to write about you, what would you be known for in your faith? Question 3. Knowing that many people believed in the Lord and the gospel was spread as stories of Jesus and the Holy Spirit power were shared, how does that encourage you to share your own testimony? Does it excite you, hinder you, or something else? Thank you for being a part of our discipleship journey. We firmly believe that a deeper relationship with God is now within reach. If you feel led to dive deeper into God's Word, we've made it super simple for you to find our four-day-a-week Bible reading plan, along with the journal entry and some questions. All you got to do is go to beachchurchjacks.com slash discipleship journey, and you will be able to find all of our tools right there. See you next time. All scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndall House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndall House Publishers, Carol Stream, Illinois, 60188, USA. All rights reserved.